The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for joining us and taking time. Each and every Thursday, it's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, depending on what side of the coast you're on, talking about the sport of kings. And this week in particular, we are talking all about the Kentucky Oaks card and Kentucky Derby 135. The time is upon. If you're not prepared, it is not too late. Winning Ponies is always there for you. Just dial them up at www.winningponies.com. They have the Oaks and the Derby card already for you. I've already been handicapping with it. And tonight I'm going to be handicapping solely with the Winning Pony stuff, their data, their information. But I suggest that you take a look at it yourself because for the last two years running, they have taken down. They have taken, they have taken down the Derby in two years in a row with mega payouts. Mega payouts. So I suggest you take a look at it yourself. It's always good to have a little little guidance, a little help, a little direction. I think Winning Ponies is a great place to start. Two days, and it is now time to start and find your thoughts. Because you got to get them together for the big dance. It's only in two days. Hopefully we're going to bring some light to the subject and get your thinking about the best two minutes in sports. And for the gals, it happens tomorrow. This is the Kentucky Oaks. Happened to be down at Churchill Downs today with one dangerous Dan. We're actually handicapping, having a great time. The crowds are already starting to get in a fury. They are really chomping at the bit for this year. They had it all decorated. It was all ready to go. Mother Nature was uh, trying to comply, but you know how that goes. Hit a sealed track, and they broke it open and right about the feature race, which means they harrowed it. And it went from a sloppy track to a good track at that point. But that's the way racing goes, because we can't control the weather. If we could, we'd make a whole lot more money. But Churchill Downs looks ready and willing to put on one of the best shows ever. And this derby should be no exception. So, make your way out to your OTB, favorite racetrack, in front of the tube. But first, I'll start with Winning Ponies, because these guys have the Derby's number. What's happening tonight? A little recap and an intro to the weekend. Biggins. We're going to talk about big payoffs. Next week, we're going to be talking about huge payoffs. 
news from the world of racing. Our special guest this week joining me is our man, Dangerous Dan, handicapping with me to take down the big score. I call him Dangerous Dan. He's an astute handicapper. He's a man of the sport. He follows all the little nuances, and, and he really keeps tabs on from the big circuits to the small. And he's one of the best handicappers I actually know. Dan joins us each and every week with his insights. We have a whole lot of fun. We've been handicapping together, known each other for years. Met him at the track as a longtime employee and, and known him as a friend for quite some time. Good handicapper, so you're going to want to pay heed. There are so many great races on Oaks and Derby Day that I have to say we cannot scratch the surface. So after the intro, the recap, the biggins, the news, we are going to be talking about the Oaks card during segment number two because there are 12 stakes races in two days. Twelve. Twelve stakes races. We're going to do the Oaks card in segment number two. Segment number three, we'll cover the first three on Derby Day. And then the final segment, the final furlong, we're going to cover the rest of the action at Churchill Downs. Dangerous Dan and I. So you're going to want to stay tuned because I'm going to be using Winning Ponies data. And you're also going to want to take a look at it for yourself. Deal for Saturday's 135th Derby. With post position horses, names, jockeys, names, and odd. Number one, Westside Bernie. Stewie Elliott, 30 to 1. Musket Man, number two, Abarcoa, 20 to 1. Number three, Mr. Hot Stuff, Johnny Velasquez, 30 to 1. Johnny Velasquez at 30 to 1? Are you kidding me? Number four, Advice, Renee Douglas, 30 to 1. Number five, Hold Me Back, Kenta Sormo, 15 to 1. Number six, Frisian Fire, Gabe Saez. Six to one. You remember him. Won the Oaks last year. And he also ran second on eight bells, who was fatally injured in the Derby. Number seven, Papa Clem, Rafael Bejarano, twenty to one. Number eight, mind that bird, Calvin Borel. Or they should call him Borel, because he actually sticks to the rail, fifty to one. Join in the dance, Chris DiCarlo, fifty to one. Number ten, Regal Ransom, Alan Garcia, thirty to one. Number 11, Chocolate Candy, Mike Smith, 20 to 1. Very good price there. Number 12, General Quarters, Julian Le Peru, the Frenchman, 20 for your one. Number 13, I Want Revenge, Go Go Joe Talamo, 3 to 1 is the favorite 19-year-old Joe Talamo. Possibly riding right into history next to Stevie Coth and Ronnie Franklin. Number 14, Atomic Rain, Joe Bravo, 50 to 1. 15, Dunkirk, Edgar Prado, 4 to 1. 16, Pioneer of the Nile, Garrett Gomez, 4 to 1. 17, Summer Bird, Chris Rozier, 50 to 1. 18, Nowhere to Hide, John Bridge Mahana, 50 to 1. 19, Desert Party, Ramon Dominguez, 15 to 1. Breaks my heart that Frankie DeTore didn't come over. It's a shame that Ramon Dominguez has a shot at taking down the Derby. Rounding out the field of 20. Flying Private, Robbie Alvarado, 50 for your one. There they are, boys and girls, post time 624. That's Derby 135. As the Kentucky Derby's put in their final works in preparation for Saturday's big race, 
A subplot was playing out involving horses who might join the Triple Ground Trail once down the line. Typically, there's an exodus of pretenders who are exposed in the Derby and even talented also rounds who've been knocked out by the grueling runner-up to the Churchill Downs. This leaves two weeks later in the Preakness starting gate. We're already talking about Preakness for what have become is the known as the new shooters. Horses who didn't make it to the Derby but are ready to enter the fray against the survivors. Two of the weekend's top races could be well have been set up for the new shooters for the May 16th, 2nd Jewel of the Triple Crown. More to follow on that. Let's take it one week at a time. Quality Road out of the Derby. Quality Road figured to be among the top choices for the Kentucky Derby, will not run in the run for the Roses. There was some tenderness in his foot this morning, said James Jerkins. Now, that was a couple days ago. He was not comfortable breezing him. Jimmy Jerkins, son of Alan Jerkins, the giant killer, said if quality rose not 100% in his heart, he's not going to run him. For all the naysayers out there, that's class personified. Zito Cold enters Kentucky Derby 2009 after a win. Willie's out. Mac Robertson saw what could be the start of a fracture in the Colts' left front ankle. Pulls him out. Zito's Colt enters in. I want revenge. Impressive and final Derby workout. Did we need to know that? He was the lone Triple Crown contender to work on Tuesday, but Stephen got even put on a show. My man, go go Joe Talamo. Let's kick and ride. Let's talk about some biggins. Friday, April 24th, 123 total biggins. Golden Gate, race number five, super high five key, $18,751.60. Right behind Aqueduct, race number nine, a super effective key, 12522 even. Not a bad day at the office. Not a bad day at all. Saturday, April 25th, 141 total biggins. Winning the card of the day, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Downs race number eight, Superfecta, seven thousand five sixty five sixty. Right behind a Delta Downs race number five, Superfecta Key, six thousand seven thirty six. Even, not much difference there at all. Sunday, April sec, April twenty sixth, one hundred and eighteen total biggins. Hollywood Park, Hollywood Park leads the fray. A place pick all. 11,125.20. Right behind is Charlestown, race number nine, Superfecta Key, 10,571.40. Pretty good shooting there. On Monday, April 27th, 42 total biggins. Leading the back turf, Paradise, race of 629, a pick four, 2,813.40. Nice pick four indeed. Tuesday, April 28th, 49 total biggins. Indiana Downs, race number five, Superfecta Key, Ten thousand seven oh two even. Nobody even came close. Wednesday, April 29th, 45 total biggins. Hollywood Park, they're back and open. Race number eight, a Superfecta Key, 10,213 even. Charlestown race number four, Superfecta Key, 6,635 and 80 cents. That you're going to leave the clerk with hopefully a little more money. And on Thursday, April 30th, 17 total biggins. Pimlico, race number seven, a Superfecta. 4,333.20. Those are the biggins. Not too bad, as you see 
that Winning Ponies is gearing up. Jojo Talamo, 19, is young but has wisdom before Kentucky Derby. He's only been to Kentucky Derby once before, but as a fan, not as a jockey. On Saturday, the 19-year-old from New Orleans will climb aboard favorite I Want Revenge in an attempt to become one of the youngest jockeys ever to win America's most famous race. He says, I'm so excited that Talamo started riding in 2006 at Louisiana Downs. He's been going to the track since he was seven with his father, Joseph Jr., who worked as an assistant trainer. I've only been riding for two and a half years, Talamo said. It's amazing that it happened so fast, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Joe Talamo, he's on Twitter. He's on Jackies. He's promoting our sport. What more could we want? A young man with a fresh face and a great attitude leading the charge. It is time to head into a break. When we return, we're going to be talking for the rest of the segment, handicapping, all handicapping, pure handicapping, with our man Dangerous Dan here on Winning Pony. And I buy the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Duty, freedom, country, family. They're the values that make America strong and what our armed forces are fighting to defend. While many talk about these ideals without action, they are just empty words. If you think America's military families deserve more, log on to thanksusa.org. It's a great way to thank our troops and give military families the gift of education. Thanksusa.org. Scholarships for America's military families. You can make a difference. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Welcome back to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking time to join us as we break down the best two days of racing of the season, the Kentucky Oaks and Kentucky Derby 135. Each and every week we have on a special handicapper, the special handicapper, but this week he is our special guest for three segments as we're going to be talking nothing but horses, 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 and breaking down the handicapping. And I had to preface it. I call him Dangerous Dan, but I call him more a friend. 
I've known him all my life. I've known him from the track, and this guy can handicap. He pays attention to the little things that escape many, and for the many people that are actually out there at the track and OTBs and online, this guy is one to be reckoned with. He's quiet, and he's a lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, pay attention, because this guy knows his stuff. Dangerous Dan, are you there? The check's in the mail, Ed. <laughs> it's going to cost more than a check, me boy. What do you think Derby 135 is a pawn? Uh, I've had the fever for about a month now, and it's it's here. And it's a lot like the horses with the handicappers. If, you, if, if you're not ready yet, you better get ready quick, or you're not going to be ready. You got that right, Dan. We were down at Churchill Downs today, and... Uh, Churchill is prepared to put on one of the best shows going. You agree? You ever think we'd be in Millionaire's Row, Ed? <laughs> it was pretty sweet. I have to say uh, that uh, I was there with you, and uh, we, we had we had a nice day. It was uh, it was a fun day, and it's neat to see Churchill coming to life to put on the show each and every year once again. How they do it, I don't know, but they put on the best show in racing, bar. Danny, we're going to break down handicapping. We're going to talk nothing but horses from here, from yo to go. It's our all-man Dangerous Dan, and we're going to start with the Oaks card. And we're going to do nothing but talk racing. And I hope that you're ready because, I, matter of fact, I know that you're ready. And we're going to start with race number six because there's 12 stakes races on Oaks and Derby Day. You're going to handicap, and I'm going to handicap with nothing but the winning ponies' data. Then we're going to go to the race number six, the Aegon Turf Sprint Five Furlongs. That's race number six, 126, slated for tomorrow. And I'm going to let you go first, Danny Boy, race number six on Oaks. All right, All right Ed. I'm in this, in this first of many stakes races, Ed, I, I love the six here, Chamberlain Bridge. Five-year-old gelding by Warchant, trained by Brett Calhoun, ridden by Garrett Gomez. Coming out of the Shaker Town, had the lead late, uh, got passed by Heroes Reward and Cannonball. I look for this horse to improve off that effort. And the horse is two for two at Churchill, had six wins on the turf out of 12 starts, and is 11 for 12 in the money. I can only say that I concur with Chamberlain Bridge. It's a top-tier horse for winning ponies with a should-improve banner and has an incredible speed figure number, an incredible turf figure number, Dan, has a plus sign. And we've been talking about winning ponies, and that plus sign, what do you think's coming? Plus sign, what do I think's coming? Bigger and better, bigger, bigger and better things. I think, Ed, um, people are, that are looking at this are saying, well, how can you pick him? Cannonball just beat him. I think Cannonball's going to bounce. Uh, ran a 106 buyer. That was, uh, I believe, a career best effort. I don't see Cannonball running back to another 106 buyer. I believe that's what it'll take to beat Chamberlain Bridge. I'm going with a credit. Uh, as my second choice said, the eight trained by Ken or trained by Michael Maker, owned by Sarah and Kara Ramsey, Julian Lefru in the Irons, and another horse you may want to consider is the two Smart Enough. Smart Enough is a six-year-old gelding, trained by John Fisher. Uh, Jeremy Rose uh, has the mount. This horse runs well fresh. It's 3 for 3 in the money at Churchill with 10 turf wins and 17 for 18 in the money on the turf. Not bad. My second winning pony selection is going to be a credit 6 to 1, sporting a nice speed figure number. 15 total starts 5, 5, and 2, which adds up to 12 for 15 in the money. 
Kenneth Sarah Ramsey and Mike Maker and Lay Peru, they all team up together. First time on the turf banner here. I love a credit, and I think you need to go to Winning Ponies to actually dig up a little more. So I'm going to concur with you. That means agree. I'm going to go with the six and the eight. Onward we push, Danny, to the seventh race. The Louisville Stakes, a grade two mile and a 16th event on the turf. Danny Boy, who do you like? Well, if she runs, you got to like Zenyatta. There's talk now. The, the track comes up off. They may not run her. Uh, Zenyatta, of course, is nine for nine, the Eclipse Award winner. Um, trained by John Sheriffs, ridden by Mike Smith. Horse has never been beat. Anybody watching uh, watching jockeys can remember Chantel Sutherland going, "Come on, Zenyatta!" Like over and over again. <laughs> she was one of our guests. How could we forget her? Yeah, I know she was sweet. <laughs> she was. She was. She was a. She was a real sweetheart. And uh, so, so you say now you ran on winning ponies that Zenyatta may not run. Yeah, sheriffs is saying if the if the track comes, they said they're not going to know till the last minute. Um, if the track comes up off, they may scratch her. Fair enough, fair enough. Dan, I agree with you on Zenyatta. I'm seeing some speed ratings here that are incredible. Actually, nine for nine, four to five on the morning line. Mike Smith for John Sheriff's monster workout. Last time out, April 2609 at Hollywood Park, 59 breezing. Incredible. Breeze is just moving along on their own power. They're not beaten and whipped and driven and hard and pushed. 180 days off. I like to call that well-rested and dropping in class. Is Zenyatta runs, I think, four to five is a very fair price. I think so, too, but I think you're looking probably at more like one to five. I agree, and, you know, that only leads us to finding the second part of the exacta to find some value. It's easy. Uh, if you want some value, let's go with the three. Miss Izella. Miss Izella is a four-year-old filly, but Silver Charm. Likes, likes Churchill. Has, uh ran there five times with three wins in the second. Gets a... Uh, Calvin Burrell in the Irons. Burrell. Uh, Burrell. He had a winner today. I think it was the only uh, winner I had all day. Um, but I uh, hope to do better <laughs> tomorrow. Of course, likes Churchill. And a one Caroline with Edgar Prado, the four-horse, uh, unbridled song filly, two for two at Churchill, two for two at the distance. Uh, it, it looks like them three to me, Ed. In this race, I also like Swift Temper, the one. Fifteen for your one. I'm seeing two real nice speed ratings and a plus symbol. That means bigger and better things are on the horizon. Total 24 starts, eight of those in the money. And I think that is solid enough conditions. Should improve Banner with moving up in class. Dale Romans, who's only winning 33%. Gary Gomez is the jockey, previous jockey. Chris Remy coming from Hawthorne. Every horse that I've seen in America coming from Hawthorne in the 60 sales, not just the 60 sales, but Hawthorne, Shippers are doing well everywhere. So I'm going to go with Swift Temper underneath Zenyatta. I'm going to say, I'm going to be the affirmative. Zenyatta runs, and I say Mother Nature complies with us tomorrow. And, and hopefully, hopefully I'm right. Hopefully I'm right. On to the eighth race, Dan. Churchill Downs, the Edgewood Stakes, $100,000, mile on the 16th. On the turf, lay it on me. Scratch the two Fleet Streak. Fleet Streak ran today, Ed. Well, you know what? Then he can't win tomorrow. That's for sure. I, I like Magical Fair here at the 7. Uh, trained by Michael Matz, owned by Chiefswood Stable, ridden by Jillian Lepereau. Now, 
as, as we saw today, Jillian Road, Fleet Street, who is, who's going to be scratched tomorrow. If you look and see, is Jillian listed to ride her tomorrow? No, she wasn't. She's listed on Magical Affair. So, uh, or he's listed, he's listed on Magical Affair. I think this horse, that says something about this horse, uh, coming out of a, a allowance I won her one time at Keeneland. Um, I look for this horse to run big from off the pace. And uh, Michael Matz, as you know, trained Barbaro, and he don't run them unless they're ready. I agree with that. I'm going to say Lara runs, Dan. You know what? I may have said to you earlier in the day that Lara may run on Derby Day. This daughter of Tappet, I believe, is going to run tomorrow. Could I be wrong? Uh, you could be. That is that is the uh, my second choice. Uh, Laura, um, I really like that filly, especially on the turf. I think she's a better better horse on the turf, and uh, I look for her to run big, which whichever day she runs. I think that Laura runs big. A thirty-seven point nine turf angle here. That is the turf rating, a monster workout, and that was. 59-4 and four at Belmont, going five panels, dropping down in class. Edgar Prada for John Terranova, famously a New York trainer. I think Lara just does what she wishes, this daughter of Tabbitt. Seven starts, three wins and a third. Turf, three starts, a win and a third. Good night, lights out. Edgar Prado, your name is called to the winner's circle. As you alluded to, Fleet Streak is out. I'm going to go with Magical Affair in here. Also sporting some very nice... Uh, very nice speed figure numbers and a turf speed figure number. Two for two. Two for two on the turf, Dan. And and I like Magical Fair right now at 5-1. to one. Julian Le Peru and Michael Matz, as you alluded to. Dan, onward we push and we go to race number nine. That is the grade three Ali Sheba, mile 16th on the main. Push it on me, boy. I like the two here, Ed. Ready, set. Michael Matz, Jillian Leperu, once again, the owners, Lael Stables. Uh, I believe that is uh, the, the, uh, the owners of Barbaro. I believe that's what they go by. Yes. Uh, it is definitely Barbaro Silk. Uh, horse is uh, four for five in the money in 07, six for nine in the money in, in 08. The thing I like is the distance factor. Seven starts, three wins, two seconds, and a third. Horse has never ran a Churchill. Horse is coming off a, uh, a five-month layoff. Works have been steady. Uh, and like I said before, Michael Mass does not run them unless they're ready. I think he's going to have a good day tomorrow. I'm going to go with Bulls Bay, the five, six, one. This is one of the top tier horses, sporting some very nice speed ratings. Uh, today's, or excuse me, tomorrow's and the last three. Sports that has improved banner moving up in motion for Graham Motion. A little play on words there. Jeremy Rose in the Irons had a very nice work. Six furlongs in 12 and three, the best of five. I think Bulls Bay may, in fact, be a real sleeper here. I like Jeremy Rose, and that's going to be my pick in the ninth race, the grade three, Ali Sheba. We're on to race number 10, the grade three, American Turf, Dan. Mile and a 16th on the turf. Who do you like? Storm Laureate, Domat, Jillian Lepereau, three-year-old Colt by Stormcat by Miss Hallery, um, out of Miss Hallery, uh, horse horse just won to Transylvania at Keeneland. Uh, just missed in the Palm Beach. Lost to El Crispo at Gulfstream. Horse very solid. Uh, three for three on the three three starts on the turf. Two wins in a in a third. Always in the money. A very solid horse. One for one on all weather. This horse this horse could run on uh, on 
in, I think, and do well. And uh, Stormcat, as we know, speaks for itself. Really like this horse breaking from the rail, saving some ground, and closing with a rush. I can only say ditto because winning ponies concurs. An incredible tariff number, an incredible speed figure with a plus sign. Julian Lepru and Bill Mott. Tariff, three starts, two wins and a third. I say ditto to you, Dan. We're going to pick up with the Kentucky Oaks when we return. So you're going to want to stay tuned. That's if you want more winners from Dangerous Dan and Winning Ponies. So stay tuned for your good friends here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then... Time passes... And the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back to Winning Ponies once again. I'm Ed Meyer, and we are talking about the... Sport of Kings and the best weekend in racing. Maybe that in the Breeders' Cup. But I still like Derby Weekend best. Oh, yeah. You can see the three-year-olds. We've been waiting since January. And speaking about waiting, there's a man waiting online. 
each and every week he's kind enough to take his time and handicap with us. And this guy is one of the best that I know. He's a contest player and a good friend of mine. Dangerous Dan, are you there? I am here, Ed. All right, once again, is the check in the mail? Uh, yeah, it's in the mail for all the nice things you said about me. <laughs> I shouldn't lie to everybody like that, Ed. <laughs> I shouldn't mislead the public, should I? But everything I've said to you, Dan, and you know what? I'd like to say thank you for taking your time and being on Winning Ponies each and every week. It's it's greatly appreciated, and I know that our listeners out there like to hear another perspective. And trust me, this guy is as sharp as they come. Dan, on to race number 11, before you start crying, the Kentucky Oaks, a grade one event, a mile and an eighth. Main track, Phillies, three-year-olds. Danny, lead us on. Well, I think the first half of the Oaks, Dale, Oaks Derby double this year is going to be real easy, Ed. Played to six, Rachel Alexander, Calvin Burrell for Hal Wiggins. Uh, Philly has done nothing wrong, just keeps winning and winning. Uh, I think you're going to say ditto. I'm going to say ditto. I, I'm looking at the uh, the the winning ponies uh, speed ratings here, and they sport a plus sign, a monster workout on April 27th, 46-2 going four panels, the best of 26 should improve moving up in class. Who in the heck isn't for the Oaks, Danny boy? I'm telling you what. The six horses, three to five, my daughter of Medalla de Oro, Calvin Rail, because he likes to stick to the rail for Hal Wiggins. I think it's lights out. This girl can run for days on end. I think we concur. Rachel Alexandra, the race is for place. Danny, let's pick up. With Kentucky Derby 135. And we're going to start in the sixth race, a grade two, seven furlong event, the Churchill Downstakes. And that is Derby Day, Dan. Lead us on. Let's take, let's take a look at the nine, Ed. Sock, sock. Uh, we saw Bridge Mahan win three today. This horse is a four year old colt trained by Steve Asmussen, written by Sean Bridge Mahan. Hold it. Hold. Stop, stop, stop the music. Mm-hmm. Stop. We had a caller ask me to pass on some information to Dan Purr, a good man, Will. And please pass that on, sir. It says, no Frisian fire. Hmm. Is somebody telling you something? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I just had this pop up here on the screen. It goes by the name of Triple Crown Todd. Oh, Triple Crown Todd. He gave that horses like Sam P and Mamba and... This, but but you, you told me about Triple Crown, Todd. This guy, he can sport it and he can back it up. No, actually, actually, Triple Crown Todd is a hell of a handicapper. Um, we'll get to my Derby pick a little later. Well, let's let's wait on it here. Proceed, me friend. Uh, sock sock or uh, Ed here in the ninth. Uh, just coming out of the uh, D.F. Kenner Stakes at Fairgrounds. Uh, Bridgman won with the. Uh, one with him that day, beat Kodiak Cowboy, who's also in here. Uh, I, I really got on this horse's bandwagon after that race, and, and I, I look for, for this four-year-old Colt, son of Trippy, to run big on Saturday, Ed. You know, I kind of like, I'd like a double, the four. Now, I'm using Winning Ponies material strictly, and you're going to want to use Winning Ponies when you're out there because there's more, this is a top-tier runner, and there's more than just one. And for two years running, they've hit the Derby two years in a row. Wouldn't you like to have a piece of that dangerous? Oh, yeah, definitely. Monster work at, on I'd like a double. I'm seeing some really nice speed ratings with a plus symbol. Should improve moving up in class. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, it was a 60. A 60 for tomorrow. 
with a plus moving up in class, Robbie Alvarado. And Brian Gilbert is the trainer. If it comes up a little wet, that's okay. He's two for two by eyed. And 10 for 13 in the money total. I like the way this four-year-old Colt is running. 35 days ago, I think the monster workout on April 22nd, 49 and 3, the best of 36, makes I'd like a double. At 15 to 1, a very viable play. And it's in the top tier in winning ponies. And if you don't believe me, you need to dial it up yourself. Danny, who do you like in the second spot of your exact up? I love Kodiak Cowboy Ed. Uh, just lost to Soak Soak. Came back and won his next start. The Carter, a grade one, is a grade one winning horse now. Uh, the, coming out of a seven furlong Carter. Ran 122 and two, five wide up, and got up at the wire. Uh, uh, horse may regress a little bit, may not, may improve off that start, but I, I like Kodiak Cowboy second. I can only say I agree with you completely. And it's not because it's dangerous Dan talking. It's actually what you said summed it all up. And Winning Ponies agrees as well. And that takes us on to race number seven at Churchill Downs. The eight bells of grade three, seven and a half furlongs on the main track. Phillies three-year-olds, Dan. Post-word at 2.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Danny, who do we go with? I, I love Just Jen to the one here. Uh, trained by Larry Jones, owned by Cindy Jones, ridden by Gabe Sayers. Uh Coming out of the fantasy, a grade two race at Oakland. Uh, this filly was uh, 6.8 to 1 that day. It was third by 11th. Lost to Rachel Alexander. There's nothing wrong with getting beat by that horse. This horse, that, that filly's going to win the Oaks. Just gender, though, just gender, though, beat Bon Jovi Girl and start before that in the Honey Bee. And, and I, I just think that uh, Sayers is going to. Put this horse in the race, give this filly a good trip, save some ground, and make a run when they hit the top of the stretch head. You know, history would tell us that uh, nobody deserves it better than Larry Jones. This guy's class personified work is a monster. Work was a monster. Four furlongs, 48 flat for this three-year-old filly by Menifee, dropping down in class. Gabriel Saez, who actually rode eight bells last year, to the unfortunate incident that occurred right after the finish line behind Big Brown. But the day before, he won the Kentucky Oaks. So these guys are quite a tandem. And little do people know that Larry Jones is going to retire. He's going to hang up his tack. So I, I can see the sentimental value there, Dan. But you know what? I'm going to bet with my head more than my heart. I'm going to go the seven, love you, everybody. The seven is 15 to one. That's pretty strong. I'm seeing two speed ratings that are very, very sweet. Miguel Mena in the saddle. He's, he's only winning 19%. This guy is up and coming, Dan. Total of six starts, two and two. That means four out of six in the money. Wet comes up a little Mother Nature ugly. One for one over the wet. I definitely kind of like that. 15 for one. I'm using the winning ponies angle here. This is a top tier runner, 15 for one. Exit the Beaumont to grade two. Finish sixth. You know, that's okay. Finish sixth. This, this, it was a grade two event down there. This is a grade three. Dropping down in class, Miguel Mena, I think, is going to be one of, one of the up-and-coming riders that we're going to hear from for years. Kenny McPeak, ever since he got back into the game, this guy has set them in fuego. 
So that's where I go with eight bells, and, and I'm going to concur with you on the bottom part with Larry Jones. I, I think that uh, that he can actually take care of uh, take care of business, but I'm going to try to beat him with a price. Race number eight, Jan. Let's go to the Churchill Distaff Mile on the turf. Phillies and Marist Rolls and upward. Race number eight, who do you like? It's a grade two event. Yeah, Not easy picking. I like the seven here. Ballymore Lady, six-year-old mare by War Chant. Out of the Eddie, uh, out of the Alley Armor Basking, trained by Eddie Keneally, ridden by Julian Lepereau. coming out of the Hillsborough Stakes at Tampa, was third that day, beating three quarters of a length for all the money. Was boxed and just got out kicked late. Uh, look for this horse to improve off that effort. Won the Endeavor Stakes, Grade Three at Tampa. I believe that's on Tampa Bay Derby Day, and he's uh, he's attracted some nice riders in the past. Prado rode him and Gulfstream, getting Julian Lepereau. Lepereau has rode this horse a few times. Four starts at Churchill, two wins a second, seven or eighteen starts on the turf, seven wins, three seconds, three thirds for three hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. I look for this horse to be ready to run it, and I, I think she's going to run big. Eddie Keneally and Julian Lepereau, they team up very well together. I mean, they 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 foot like they fit like a foot in a sock. Lepereau winning the sixteen percent thus far this meet. Keneally at twenty five percent. Like it, I love it, and I want some more of it right underneath a top-tier horse by the name of Visit. Who sports? And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell it to you, Danny boy. A 31.1 turf rating. Incredible speed numbers here. Garrett Gogo Gomez, who has picked his act up and really risen to the top of the crop. Bobby Frank was the trainer. You got 8 for 11 total in the money on the turf. Eight four ten, coming out of Santa Anita, Grade Two. Gogo was a beaten favorite, and you know I love that angle, Dan. A mile and an eighth back to a straight mile. This is going to be a high balling. This four-year-old daughter of Oasis Dream by the Kayashi sire arrive is his mare. I think that visits at seven to two coming out of the two hole is one we're taking a look at. Did you ever take a look at Visit Me, boy? I can choice said. Uh, you know, uh, Visit's owned by Judmont Farms and trained by Bobby Frankel. And I believe they were in the connections of one horse named Chester House. Oh, do you have to hurt me like that? You know, you, you know... Should you we know tell the them ch- the story yet? Should we tell them the story? Oh, go ahead. You, you got 30 seconds. Just fire away hey, and you, you beat me like story. a dog. How you got, it was Arlington Million, I believe. And you beat me like a dog. I said there was no way the Chester House could win. I was trapped down on the rail, Dan. I know, and I said Bailey asked for the mount. When Gary Bailey asked to ride a horse, it's the real deal. You were right, Dan. As many times you are. It is time to head to another break. When we return, we're going to finish races 9, 10, and 11. And the 11th race is the grade one mile and a quarter, 135th Kentucky Derby. So stay tuned for more Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What? 
can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. You have a stroke. You may not even notice it right away. But then... Time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and I'm joined by my cohort, Dangerous Dan, as we handicap each and every week. This is our final furlong, as we're going to race, go through races 9, 10, and the big one, number 11. Dangerous, are you there? I'm here, Ed. Let's talk about race number nine. The Humanidist have a grade one, seven panels. Phillies and mares, four-year-olds and up. Uh, I love the three here. Informed decision, Ed. Uh, Jonathan Shepard, Julian Lepereau, four-year-old Philly by Monarchos out of a His Majesty mare. Just won to Madison, a grade one event at Keeneland. Has won three in a row, two at Keeneland, one at Belmont. Yeah, multiple graded winner. Five starts and or five wins in 2008. Is one for one in 2009. Uh, maybe a little bit of a uh, poly specialist, three for three on the all-weather. Don't know, don't know if a uh, horse is going to think Churchill or not, but uh, I, I'm going to put my money where uh, Jillian Lepereau is. Pretty safe there. I'm going to go with a monster workout. It should improve, and moving up in banner, that is Secret Gypsy, the 5, 7 to 2. I'm seeing something that I very, very, very rarely see. That is a double-plus symbol, and the speed ratings are hot. Seven for nine total in the money. Ronnie Werner is a trainer, batting 25%. Robbie Alvarado, the rider, 22%. Go back three races ago. Nice allowance race at Churchill Downs in November 27, 2008. Wins by nine. Scores by nine. Then goes on to Fairground. Scores by four. Comes back in 2009, March 21st. Well-rested Philly by Sea of Secrets. Scores by a length. Needs a little more gas in the tank to go to the seven furlongs, and I think 
the desk staff at Aqueduct, a grade two event for Robbie Alvarado to ship up there, and you very seldom ever see him ride in New York. I think this top tier secret gypsy runner for winning ponies at seven to two is a very, very nice play, Dan. So I'll tell you what, but I'm going to box him up, and I'm going to use your runner underneath because anytime you go to Lake Peru, I think you've got a real shot. On the race number ten, Jan. Dan. Dan. I Jan? Dan. I think you've been watching the Brady Bunch a little bit too much. I, you know what? I would have called you Alice. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> Great one, Woodford Reserve. Turf Classic, a mile and an eighth. Race number 10, Danny, on the turf. Where do we go? Uh, you can go to a number of them, but uh, my top selection here, Ed, is the three Proudinski, uh, written by Victor Espinoza for Robert Frankel, owned by Gary Tanaka. Porsche just won the grade two. M-M-U-N-Z-I-R-H, I can't even pronounce it. But then before that, ran one another grade two with Bayerano on him. Uh, horse seems to run well off a little bit of a rest. Ran, took a three-month layoff from December to March and won. Uh, lightly raced horse, 18 starts, six wins, four seconds and a third. Like the horse's turf record, 18 starts, six wins, four seconds. This horse won over a million dollars, Ed. 11 for 18, a million, 90,000 dollars. That was a Mervyn Muniz Jr. handicap at grade two at Fairgrounds. Named after a long-standing official down in Cajun land. Danny, I like Court Vision. Sports, one of the highest turf numbers I've seen. Our good friends at Winning Ponies put out a monster workout last time out. Four furlongs, 51 flat at Payson Park, which is known to be deep. Laid off for 45 days. Blinkers on. Blinkers, excuse me, blinkers off. Blinkers were on the last couple, but blinkers are off. Blinkers are off. Ramon Dominguez for Bill Mott. You've heard of Billy Mott before, haven't you? Yeah, I think he trained a horse named Cigar. Yes, I, I, I forgot his name, but, you know, thank goodness you're here, Dan. A mile and an eighth on the turf, five starts, and four of those were in the money. The devil's number, $666,000, court vision, I think you're going to need to check out the speed ratings on Winning Ponies for Court Vision. Seven for your two. Danny, that's my pick in race number 10. We're going to go on to race number 11, the 135th Kentucky Derby. We're going to go a mile and a quarter. Of course, it is a grade one event. Danny, lead us on. Okay. I'm going to give you a few options here, and then I'm going to tell you why I'm picking who I'm picking. I, I, I look for a dirt horse to win this. I don't look for... I don't really think Pioneer and Nile is going to run, take to the dirt. Uh, there's, in my, in my opinion, there's three solid dirt horses in this race. Region Fire, I Want Revenge, and Papa Clem. If you want to make money, you can throw Hold Me Back in there, which we all like money. My top selection is Friesian Fire, and I'll tell you why. The horse will get the distance by APND. Trainer can definitely train. Larry Jones is one of the top trainers in the country. He's ran second in the Derby the last two years. He won the Oaks last year as well. This horse is very professional, never ran a bad race on the dirt, likes the slop too. So if the track does come up off, this horse will take to it. Working well at Churchill, ran uh, a 57 a few days ago. Uh, and everybody, you know, I want revenge is 3-1. to one. Freezing fires, you're, gonna get, you're probably going to get 6 or 7-1 to one, maybe. Because I think I want revenge of Pioneer of the Nile are going to take a lot of money. Long shot here, Papa Clem, 
has done nothing wrong. Uh, won the, uh, what was it he won, Ed? The Arkansas Derby? The Arkansas Derby. Yeah. Late and fifth, he came off the pace. Yeah, and he did it in work-like fashion, which is also a dirt race. And I think you can throw out Hold Me Back's last race. It wasn't that bad. He ran second in the bluegrass. So uh, them are my four that I love, Friesian Fire, I Want Revenge, Papa Clem, and Hold Me Back. But my win money is going on Friesian Fire. Larry Jones is going to win the 135th Kentucky Derby. Danny Boy, I have to say, two years running, Winning Ponies has been on fire. So it behooves you to actually dial them up at winningponies.com because the Derby has been actually what they've been the best at for lighting up the board. And if you take a look at their top-tier horses, my goodness, if this hits, you're going to need to be paid in a big, hefty check. My top pick in here is going to be Musket Man, three-year-old Cole by Yana Guska, six starts, five wins, and a third. That means six for six in the money. Last win was in the Illinois Derby, a grade two event. Abarcoa was the almost three-to-one favorite, wins by two. And as I said earlier, Hawthorne horses seem to run very well. I love Musket Man. Abarcoa for Derek Ryan in the Irons, Dan. I, I think that's a big, 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 big move. And then I'm going to go to all the way to number 13. And do you know who number 13 would be, Dan? I want revenge. I want revenge. I don't think he needs any more revenge. He's come off of the poly, and he's proven that he's on on his game, and he's ready to rock and roll. And then I go to number 16. That's Pioneer of the Now with Garrett Gomez for my for my uh, super for my part of my superfecta, and I round out with number 19. Coming from the UAE Derby, Desert Party, Ramon Dominguez in the irons. Where is Frankie DeTore? He's riding in the 2000 Guineas. But everybody wants to have their name etched with the, the greats in the 135th Derby, don't they? Uh, him not coming over is why I'm not betting him. You know, you know Dan, that, we, we had talked about that, and I, and I said I was going to use him in my Superfecta. And remember, I'm using all Winning Pony stuff. I would have loved to have seen Frankie DeTore, but I'll take Ramon Dominguez any day because that only equates to more value for our listeners. Do you not agree? I do agree, and on a quick side note, Dwayne Lucas said today that, that Flying Private is better than Charismatic and Grindstone. Those are big words. because Some are uh, big words. Because what did Charismatic do? I believe both of them horses won the dirt. <laughs> So, so that that's a pretty big statement. Would you not agree? Breaking from the twenty hole. Jeez, what, who broke from the twenty hole last year and won? Uh, that was Todd's choice. Big Brown chalk better. <laughs> Danny boy, I thank you for your time as always. You are more than a special guest. You're a special friend, and your handicapping is always appreciated. Well, time flies when you're talking horses. We have waited a long enough. Watched, all prepared, and it is time to take off the gloves and get it on. Be sure to check in with Winning Ponies for the best in handicapping information as they have devastated on Kentucky Derby and Oaks Day. And until next week, the Derby, the Oaks, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for 
listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.